on this episode we're going to be talking about securing your e-commerce store especially if you're running shopify or big commerce you don't want to miss this one so do stay tuned retail and e-commerce have witnessed an unprecedented transformation in the last decade the widespread adoption of mobile technology, social media, as well as the lowered cost of cloud-based technology have not only eroded the barriers to entry in retail, but it's also led to the rapid rise and dominance of digital native product brands that sell directly to their customers. On this podcast, you'll get the scoop on customer acquisition and retention strategies employed by high-growth digital native product brands. Not being afraid to spend because you know that customer is going to pay it back uh, three or four-fold. That's when you start to unlock channels in the way that they were meant to be used. And- Listen to interviews with experts at the forefront of technology and innovation in digital retail. Three years ago, they wouldn't have come to us because, yeah, the macro trend of cloud, Wi-Fi, broadband availability, that was a real, that was a real problem. Hear first-hand stories from founders of innovative direct-to-consumer brands. Although I was thinking about the competition, I was more thinking about, like, how do I just build a freaking successful business? We focused on driving as much traffic as possible, converting that traffic, uh, and then dumping money back into driving more traffic. These insights will help you consistently 2x growth in specific areas of your direct-to-consumer brand. This is the 2x e-commerce podcast, hosted by Kunle Campbell. With Black Friday and the Cyber Week, you know, event, sales event coming through very soon, which is just around the corner, I really wanted to talk about security because we normally just talk about the sales, you know, what marketing and sales are going to look like. But what about the entire infrastructure that your site sits on? What if something happens? What if you make changes that you need to sort of, you know, roll back to? Unfortunately, platforms like Big Commerce and Shopify do not provide backups. They do they do provide exports and imports, you know, features which can, you know, cause errors. So, you know, that's why you really need a backup. So I, I got the the founder, one of the founders and um, the CEO of Rewind, who are a sponsor to this podcast, on to the podcast, Mike Porter. And we discuss security in all ramifications. So this does not necessarily apply to the fact that, okay, you only run Shopify. You could be running Magento, but some of the, um, you know, some of the tips he, he had, all of the tips he had essentially in, in, in this episode really cover security in a wider sense of it. Um, in, in the e-commerce industry. So uh, platform level security, um, you know, um, best practices is what we really, really discussed. Uh, it's a, it's a great episode. Um, you, you, you want to listen to if, um, you, you know, want to get ahead of what security, you know, should look like, um, you know, um, with e-commerce, you know, moving forward. So, um, enjoy the episode and I will catch you on the other side. Cheers. Behind on planning for Black Friday and Cyber Monday? Well, Clavio is here to help. Clavio is the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for online brands of all kinds and all sizes. With email automation, SMS marketing, list growth tools, and more, you'll get everything you need to build strong relationships that keep your customers coming back. And with the holiday season right around the corner, 
There's no time like the present. Get up and running quickly with Klaviyo's lightning fast integrations, pre-built marketing automations, and the beautiful email templates. Whether you're a billion dollar business or just starting out, Klaviyo is the e-commerce marketing platform for growth during the holidays and long after. Get a free trial at klaviyo.com slash 2x. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash 2x. Let's take a quick break to talk about screwing up. Accidents happen. Perhaps you installed an app that messed up your theme or a CSV import completely messed up your product catalog. Common myth, cloud-based e-commerce platforms like Shopify and BigCommerce have automatic backup solutions you can use when something goes wrong with your store. This is simply untrue. They don't. Myth busted. So what do you do? You use Rewind. Rewind will protect Shopify and BigCommerce stores with automatic backups. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Rewind is trusted by over 25,000 businesses from side hustles to the biggest retail brands you can think of. Gymshark, Movement Watches, and Pampers all use Rewind for automatic backups. So here's the deal for 2Xs. If you head over to rewind.io, which is R-E-W-I-N-D.io, install Rewind, you'll get to use it for free for seven days. If you reach out to the Rewind team and mention the 2X e-commerce podcast, they'll extend your seven-day trial for a full month for free. Enjoy peace of mind with Rewind backups. Remember to head over to rewind.io and don't forget to mention the 2X e-commerce podcast for a full month trial. Welcome, 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 welcome to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. And this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. I'm your host, Kunle Campbell. And um, if you're looking to grow metrics um, such as conversions, repeat customers, average order value, traffic, and ultimately sales, I think you're tuned into the right podcast. Um, because I try my best to handpick experts, entrepreneurs, practitioners, you know, on here to share their knowledge so you could apply to any challenges you're facing in your direct-to-consumer e-commerce business. Speaking of which, on today's episode, I'm joined by Mike Porter. He is the founder, is a co-founder, CEO of Rewind. Now, you will know Rewind if you're a regular listener because they're a sponsor of this podcast. And they essentially provide backup solutions to Shopify, BigCommerce, and QuickBooks, um, you know, to, to, to QuickBooks. And essentially, you think these platforms actually have backups, but, you know, um, this is why Rewind is there. And what we want to talk about today is Black Friday is around the corner in, in just a few weeks. And, you know, um, just ensuring security and, you know, the backup of your store is essential. So we're going to talk about protecting your store in prep for, for, for Cyber Week as well as, you know, beyond Cyber Week. So um, I think I'm babbling too much. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Mike to the show. Welcome, Mike. Thanks, Kunle. Nice to be here. 
Right. It's, it's great to have you. Um, but um, could you take a minute or, or two to, to introduce yourself, rewind, um, and, and we'll, we'll move from there? Yeah, sure. Uh, so as you mentioned, Rewind's an application to back up your SaaS services. We currently back up Shopify, BigCommerce, and QuickBooks Online and are looking for other platforms to back up in the near future. We started Rewind in June of 2015 um, as we were big fans of backup. I've personally lost data in the past and know the pain of logging into a computer and seeing everything and all your hard work uh, disappear. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to build a backup solution for SaaS services for all the data that's been moving into the cloud. Um, we live in Ottawa. Shopify's in Ottawa. Uh, we love what uh, what they're doing there. Um, and five years ago, we thought the best way to get a job at Shopify would be to build uh, an app. Um, so we built this backup app for Shopify called Rewind. We launched it in June of 2015. Uh, that uh, December, one of our customers, just a few weeks before Christmas, actually, um, based in the UK, they they ended up losing all of their products. They were selling kids' shoes um, and uh, had an integration in with a different application. And that app had a small bug in it and ended up deleting all of the products just a few weeks before Christmas. So I called us up and said, you know, luckily, I just installed your application. Can you help me out? And sure enough, we were able to recover his story exactly the way it was before the problem happened. Um, and since then, we've we've uh, we've just grown the company tremendously. Um, we're protecting over ten thousand businesses now on Shopify, over twenty thousand businesses in total across the three platforms that we're looking at, wow. um, and we're growing uh, very quickly. So it's been yeah. a hell of a ride to play that. It's been it's it's an incredible backstory, given the fact that um, it was a side project and yeah. it was you know you you were trying to get you know, to work for Shopify. Yeah, it's 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 super interesting. It's super super interesting. Okay, so let, let's talk about Shopify. Shopify was founded back in two thousand and six, I believe. Um, obviously, the things are really getting serious in 2010, 2011. So, were you in the ecosystem at the time, or was it kind of like um, a local Ottawa, um, you know, thing to to want to you know get into their ecosystem? Were you building a store yourself, or were you supporting? What, what was what was life like before before Rewind? I've never. Um... So we weren't building a store at that time, but I okay. used to run a, a curling website. So I'm a big curler if you're okay. familiar with the curling. Mm-hmm. Um, and a long time ago, I was selling curling gloves on the internet. So just mm-hmm. as, as Toby was looking to sell his snowboards, I was mm-hmm. uh, doing the same thing, selling curling gloves and experiencing the same uh, pain and problem that he was. Um, so we weren't, uh, I ended up discontinuing that website a few years later as my son was born. So mm-hmm. I hadn't done e-commerce um, in a few years, but really it, when you're in Ottawa, you, you couldn't help but notice how successful they were and how fast they were growing. Um, they were, uh, they were everywhere. You know, they were moving buildings downtown every year or so as they were leasing one and then outgrowing it. And so it was clear that there was a huge demand for their product um, and, and we just wanted to be a part of that, uh, of that ride. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Let's, let's talk, let's jump right in to store security. Why? I think the big question I have, um, because when I heard, when I learned about rewind is why don't cloud-based platforms or solutions such as, you know, big commerce and Shopify have 
automatic backups? You know, what what is the what's the reason? What's the reasoning um, behind it? Yeah, so it's very important to note that Shopify and, and Big Commerce and QuickBooks they do have backups. So your data your data is backed up. Your, your data is backed up. They've got a backup that runs continuously. And if something were to happen to the entire Shopify system, they'd be able to recover your data um, the way it was before that problem happened. So if you know if, if something happened to the data center where your data is being stored. Absolutely, Shopify would um, would help recover that, assuming the whole system went down. Mm-hmm. But the the thing that they won't do, and really what most SaaS providers won't do, Shopify or Big Commerce or QuickBooks, none of them are unique in this. They won't go into that backup and help just you. That backup is for them. That protects their business, right? They're not responsible for protecting your business. You're responsible for protecting your business. So their backup is kind of like an all or nothing sort of thing. If they need the whole backup to to restore the whole data system, it comes back in. But if one store has a problem, if your store has a problem, they won't go into that backup and recover just the few pieces of information that you need. So if something happens to a few products, you can't call customer support and say, listen, I've just deleted a few products. Do you mind going into your backup and recovering my products? It would literally be like finding a needle in a haystack, right? Mm. They've got billions of products that are backed up and you need to recover three or five or 10 or a hundred or whatever it is. Yeah, makes sense. What Rewind does is provide that account level backup. It's a backup for your data to protect your business in case something happens in the cloud, whether that be through a human error, you know, mm-hmm. store owners are working late hours, um, sometimes with many employees. Those people make mistakes. We protect that from mistake. We protect the store from those mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be a third-party app, some of these apps occasionally have um, problems with their integrations and cause issues in the store. We can recover from that. We've seen some instances of malicious intent where you've got a business relationship with a third-party developer, potentially a business partner, something happens to that relationship and the other person goes in and purposely goes to to cause problems in your store by either deleting products or collections or orders or customers. Those are the types of events that that Rewind helps protect against that Shopify's backup or QuickBooks backup or BigCommerce's backup, any of the SaaS platforms really um, they don't provide that account level recovery, which is Rewind's focus. Well, it's it's a great clarification as as to you know um, what they have in place for um, you know backing up their entire system, so you know versus you know account level. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Let's take this quick break to hear from our sponsors. Is your e-commerce store powered by Magento, BigCommerce, Commerce Cloud, WooCommerce, or a custom cat platform? Is it slow? Does it have too many fields or involves too many steps to complete a purchase? Enter Bolt. It's the fastest e-commerce checkout in the industry, period. Bolt loads 10x faster than native checkouts with an average checkout duration of just over 30 seconds. Bolt is mobile native with no scroll on mobile screens. It offers a zero fraud guarantee and has 42% fewer fields than native checkouts. Bolt supports Stripe, Apple Pay, PayPal, and several more payment gateways and providers. Bolt helps luxury sunglasses brand Dita reduce checkout abandonment by 32%. 
which resulted in a 50% conversion rate uplift. Don't lose customers at checkout, use Bolt. Bolt is offering a completely free bottom of funnel checkout audit to 2x e-commerce listeners. Head over to bolt.com forward slash 2x to get your free checkout audit now. That's bolt.com forward slash 2x. Now, um, you, you talked about instances in which, um, you know, um, you may need a backup, you know, where, you know, data, vital data is is missing in, in a setup and um, you, you will need to roll back to, you know, a certain snapshot of your store. Now, um, beyond that, um, how do you ensure um, robust security in your store, especially in, you know, fast growing direct to consumer companies that are, you know, having lots of employees come in, growing their teams, you know, lots of users into their system. Um, do you have any guidelines for, um, for, 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 for security, um, especially in a SaaS based solution in, in, even in COVID, in a, in a post COVID, um, you know, scenario where many people are accessing, um, the store remotely, um, you know, um, not in your office premises. What, what, what tips do you have from um, from your experience and perspective? Yeah, good, good question. So I think the first thing you want to do as you're inviting these other users in, as your business is growing and you need other people have to have access to your store, you want to make sure that you're only inviting, first of all, the people that really require access to your store. So never invite somebody that um, that shouldn't have access. And when you invite them, make sure that you're giving them the least amount of privilege on your store as possible. So if somebody's only uh, managing orders, for example, they probably don't need access to your product catalog. Don't grant them access to your product catalog. Grant them access to your orders, grant them access to your customers, etc. You can in Shopify limit the, um, the access that people have to your store. So that's a really important point, right? You don't want to give people access to something that they don't need in order to do their job. I'd actually argue that uh, if you have any questions about what they need, err on the side of caution and provide as, as little permissions as possible and then have them do their job and request additional permissions if they encounter any problems, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I, you know, the guy or woman might be working saying, um, I need access to, uh, to this. I can't do my job to, to refund this customer, this order. I need access to this. And then you can go in, you can adjust it so that she can go in and, and help that customer out. Mm -hmm. um, so make sure you give them the least amount of permissions as possible. Uh, we also encourage and really highly recommend customers use a password manager so if you can remember your password for your Shopify store, it's not a secure password. Um, it, you, should not, you should not be able to remember the password to log into your Shopify account. You really need to be using a, a password manager. At Rewind, we use one password and, and recommend that as the, as the sort of gold standard for password managers. But there's other options out there as well, like LastPass, for instance, is another good option. Um, you need to be you need to be using a, a password manager so that each password that you have online is unique. It's extremely difficult to um, uh, to remember, uh, and the password manager allows it to uh, to handle these complex passwords. In turn, you want to ensure that your customer that your employees are using that same password manager. So, typically, buying a license for the entire company um, yeah. is good because if one person 
isn't it has a weak password you know you're only as strong as your weakest link in a way mm-hmm. uh there's something in shopify called two-factor authentication yeah which uh, everyone should have enabled on their shopify account so mm-hmm. two-factor authentication is after you log in you get typically you get sent a text message uh with a six digit number and you have to enter that number in after you log in so mm-hmm. it's a combination of your password and this um special code that gets generated it's typically only valid for about 30 seconds uh the nice thing about a program like one password and i believe LastPass does this as well is they'll generate those two-factor codes for you automatically mm. um, so you don't actually need access to your phone in order to log in you can do it right from your computer mm. um so those i think from an account perspective you know that's those are really the main ones from an app perspective we would always we always recommend that people do their due diligence on any apps that they're installing right the apps that you're installing have permission to modify your store you want to make sure that when you install an app and you look at what it's asking to get access to that it makes sense yeah if you're working on an app that you don't think needs access to your product catalog but when you install it it's requesting access to your product catalog maybe an app that you you know you want to take a second look at you might want to just think twice before installing that we always recommend that people call the phone number associated with the app uh see who calls see who answers the phone um is it a 1-800 number or or just a developer cell phone number i think are good indications of whether you're dealing with a real company or whether you're dealing with just a single developer um who who might not have the same security standards that a larger company might have Mm-hmm. Um, you know, little little indications like is the copyright on their website up to date are good indications of whether somebody is actively working on their product, right? Yeah. So if you go to their website and you see copyright in uh, you know 2018, maybe not the most up to date product that you want to be installing. Yeah. Um, so you just need to, you just need to be vigilant on on the apps and certainly you know in all the app stores. There are public reviews. You can see how many people have um, have reviewed the app. You should read a few of the reviews and, and see what people are saying about it. Look at the average rating, um, and then eventually, you know, you, you make your decision based on a lot of the public information that's out there. That's some really, really valid points um, there. Um, I was going to talk to you about app level security because um, I recall speaking with another colleague in the industry. Um, they manage a portfolio of stores. And um, he was like, um, wherever possible, if their team is able to create um, the, is able to duplicate the functionality of an app, they will, because it would, it's, it's surprising the amount of data um, third-party apps seem to request or want to have access to in your Shopify store. So who was talking about stuff like notifications and, you know, the, the full access, you know, they have in, in his store, not necessarily for changes, but um, just their data. They're a bit, you know, paranoid, you know, that yeah. um, they, they, you know, you know, third parties have access to their data. What, what are your thoughts on, um, on app, um, you know, security auditing where you, um, where you're able to sort of, you know, run a comprehensive audit on um, on what apps, um, on the access level to your data, um, you know, apps have. I know you run an app which is very mission critical and will require full security, will require, you know, a considerable amount of security because, you know, um, 
this is a make or break situation. But, you know, what about utility apps um, that serve one function and, you know, um, just are quite nosy yeah. <laughs> in a way? That's a good question. I, so I'll start up by saying I think the idea of building uh, your own app is a is a terrible idea. I, I don't. I would never recommend anybody do that. I think um, a lot of effort goes into building an application and keeping it updated, especially as Shopify goes and changes their APIs. Mm. And if you're running an e-commerce business, then you're you're better off investing in the e-commerce business than investing in software developers who are building app functionality. It is always more expensive to build your own app. Mm-hmm. Than to um, than to license someone else's app and use that. So I'll start off by saying um, I would totally disagree with that with that strategy of um, of trying to rebuild functionality. But I think it does bring up a good point of uh, a lot of the apps that you're installing have have considerable access to your store. And you need to make sure that the that your data is protected, right? And that these people who um, who are building the apps also need to make sure that they've got really top level security. Uh, at Rewind, we go through um, we go through regular security audits um, from our customers and also from third parties to, uh, to 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 try and poke holes in the security of the app. So I don't think that. As a merchant, you, you shouldn't feel like you can't ask those security questions and have a questionnaire that the app developer needs to answer in order to alleviate any of the concerns you have related to security. The data that you have, the products that you're listing, the customer information that you've got, that's the most important data for your business. Mm-hmm. You need to make sure that that data is protected at all times. Um, and so asking an app developer to explain their security policies. How do they encrypt the data? Um, how do they manage access to the production systems? How do they manage their own passwords? Um, do they require two-factor authentication when they log in? How often are their passwords rotated? Um, where the, Where's the data um, stored? In what country? In what locations? In what services? are all valid questions as an app developer that you can and should go and ask any developer. And if you're not satisfied with the answers or if they don't respond to you with the answers um, because they don't have them, then I think that's a good indication that you might want to rethink whether that's a company that you want to partner with. Mm. Generally speaking, I think there are very reliable companies that handle almost any um, functionality that you would want to add to your online store. There's tons of great successful companies out there like Clavio, like Privy, uh, like Bold. These companies exist. Uh, I think sometimes merchants are uh, are looking for the lowest price. Mm-hmm. And the lowest price does not That's always good. equal the best quality, right? Mm-hmm. At some point, you need to pay for the fact that those apps undergo regular security audits, that their teams are well-trained in best practices, etc. That costs money. And so looking for the least expensive app is, is not the, the way to success in my mind. You know, look for the more, um, uh, look, look for the ones with the higher reputation, and the ones who are well-established. And I think if you stick with those well-established apps, I mean, asking any of those questions that I, that I outlined 
these these developers would be getting those questions all the time. Uh, we we, uh, we often have those those security surveys that come in from customers asking us those questions, and so those answers from our point of view are ready to go if you ever ask for them. We've also got a web page on our on our website um, at rewind.io/security that details all of the security measures that we take. So in some cases, if the app developers are getting that request on a regular basis, they've likely got a public web page that you can visit already that details all of the security measures that they've got. I'm going to link up to 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 your um to to your um your page of security one. Okay, um, so Black Friday is around the corner, and um, you know um you know people are thinking about sales. I said the, the major thrust in everybody's mind right now is are we going to beat last year? Are we going to beat 2019? You know what's 2020 going to look like? But um. What if it all? What if something you know devastating happens? Um, do you have any particular security advice um, for this cyber week um, coming? So I think I wouldn't. I don't think there's really any difference between what you need to do on a regular basis and what you need to do during Black Friday or Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. Right, the same uh, advice that we gave earlier about securing your passwords using two-factor authentication auditing the apps that you have installed, that all still applies um, regardless of, you should be doing it regardless of whatever time of year it happens to be. Mm-hmm. I think one suggestion would be to um, to really try and limit the changes that you're making to your store. And by that, I don't necessarily mean like the pricing changes that might have or the sales that you're gonna, that you're gonna launch, but rather you know, it's probably not a great idea to be installing any new apps um, starting at the start of November, right? Mm. Make sure your store is backed up. Um, so we'll plug rewind and make sure you install rewind, but you know, at least a few weeks before you probably want to start limiting the apps because those apps, you know, sometimes make changes to your stores that take, could take a day or two to undo or to, to make sure that it's working properly, for instance. And so the last thing you want is, you know, on the Thursday before black Friday, to be installing an app that then up, that ends up making some change to your website that uh, you know causes problems for users in Google Chrome, for instance, and you have to spend mm-hmm. a few hours trying to debug what that problem is. You, you don't need that on 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 the Thursday before Black Friday, right? Yeah. So I would really limit the number of changes that you're making to your store. Limit the number of apps that you're installing. At some point. Um, you should implement some sort of freeze on your store and say, look, at this point, we're not going to make any more changes. The apps are the apps. The store is ready to go. It's all set, ready to go. I think the one, the one thing that we do recommend um, everybody have is a staging environment. There's not a lot of stores that operate in this way, but you should have a second environment that matches your production environment. Um, and so for Shopify plus customers or big commerce enterprise customers, they've got the ability to, uh, create second or third or fourth stores at no additional charge. Um, other develop, uh, other plans, uh, you need to pay for that other store. But I would argue that even if you're just using it for October, November, December, paying, you know, an extra 30 bucks a month for Shopify's cheapest plan, I think big commerce is the same price is a is a really great investment to test any changes that you're going to make to your online store. Mm. Um, and you can use uh, another app that we have called Rewind Copy to 
clone your production store onto that staging store so that all the data from your production store is loaded into that staging store. Mm. And that way you can make changes on the staging store, make sure it's working properly, um, evaluate everything that you're going to do before you push it live into production. Mm. Uh, not a lot of people do that. Um, but I think it's super important, especially if your store is, is moderately successful um, you want to make sure that any change you push into production is not going to cause any major problems. Mm. Um, so that'd be one, one thing that I think a lot of people could work on uh, over the, over the holiday season. Mm -hmm. Thank you. It's really, really interesting. And I didn't know about the rewind copy app. Clavio is the e-commerce marketing platform that helps brands build relationships with memorable email and SMS messages. Today, more than 50,000 brands like Living Proof, Hint, and Choppies choose Clavio to help them grow. Learn more and get started with the free trial at clavio.com slash 2x. That is K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com slash 2x. You're a Shopify, you know, your Shopify Plus, you know, um, recommended because I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I have access to some Shopify Plus stores that, you know, run Rewind. Um, what are the, you know, requirements? What are the app requirements? This is probably off, off topic, but what are the, you know, um, requirements from Shopify um, to certify Shopify Plus apps? Yeah, you go through a, a certification process that involves a, a number of different factors. One of the things mm -hmm. they look at is customer support. Mm -hmm. um, so how quickly do you respond to customer issues? Uh, how uh, available is your support staff? So are they, um, you know, is it a single developer who's managing support in the best of his abilities? Mm -hmm. Or do you like Rewind, have a team of people that are available seven days a week to answer questions um, when they come in, mm. uh, how quickly do you respond to those issues? So customer support is one, uh, how well does the product scale? Can it handle the level of some of Shopify's largest customers? Mm -hmm. um, very early on, we had some very large brands from Shopify install Rewind. And so we, we really worked very early on scaling Rewind to make sure that it could handle the largest stores that exist. Um, and, and these days, you know, like I said earlier, we've got 10,000 customers, some of Shopify's largest brands on there, and, and we're able to handle that load without any problem. Um, but certainly that's another thing that they're looking at. Uh, they, they, they do look at the security. So what is the security of the application as well? Um, what are the permissions that your app is requesting? Yeah. Uh, is that stuff that is actually needed? Um, yeah. So there's an extensive process, I'd say, that goes into becoming a certified Shopify Plus app um, okay. that only a few merchants, uh, that only a few app developers end up uh, qualifying makes, for. Makes sense, makes sense, makes sense. Okay, speaking of which, what does the back end, we, we, we keep on talking about, um, you know, um, you know, Rewind's features and, you know, the, the, the necessity for, you know, a, an, an application level um, or account level backup solution, but what do the people, the back end and your servers look like? I can imagine you have a ton of yeah. servers um, and, you know, people to, to manage customer support, you know, account managers. What does it look like at the back end in Rewind? You know, how many people do you have there and how many servers do you have with you? 
Yeah, so we're a team of 40 people uh, or so now. Um, we're, growing, we're growing quickly. I think we'd like to be, uh, we'll be at 60 within a few months. Um, we, we see a big opportunity on all the platforms that we're backing up. Um, so like on Shopify, for instance, there's over a million merchants. And although we've done very well, we only have 10,000 customers. So there's still a lot of opportunity, I think, for this company to grow um, it, from a technical perspective, I think it's it, it really is sometimes overwhelming to think that this company was started with just the two of us working nights and weekends on the product just five years ago uh, with a single server in Amazon's cloud to what we've got today. Uh, Rewind, Rewind is fully GDPR compliant. So for our European customers, we run servers in the EU. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, all your data is stored and processed in Europe. Data for um, uh, U.S. customers is stored and processed in the U.S. And data for the rest of the world is stored and processed in Canada. Uh, each service that we run is independent of each other. So our Shopify backups never interact with our big commerce backups. Any issue that we have from a big commerce perspective doesn't affect our Shopify customers. Our Shopify product, our, our backup product is also separate from our copy product. Um, so the copy infrastructure doesn't affect uh, the backups infrastructure. Uh, and so I think at the end of the day, you know, you're looking at hundreds of servers literally all over the world um, that are handling uh, that are handling the rewind infrastructure. I, I haven't got a, a, a total accurate number, um, but I think, you know, we're running, I, I believe we're running at least eight different pods for rewind uh, throughout the world. And, uh, and those would each contain multiple servers themselves. The service does scale up and down to handle demand. Um, so, so it does sort of grow. There's a, you know, there are times of the day where it's a bit more busy and the servers get added. And then when the times are less busy, the servers um, go away. Um, but yeah, there's, there's hundreds of servers that are handling the system um, in multiple regions throughout the world. And how, to think about. how far back can I, um, you know, recover a restore a, a state, um, a, a store state? Yeah, so you can recover back to uh, to any state in the last year. Wow. Um, so three hundred sixty five days of history um, and uh, deleted products, uh, I believe, are, are are kept for even longer. Um, but you can go back to to literally any minute of any day in the last 365 days. It's real time. That's incredible yeah. space, server space. Okay. Um, right. Okay. Um, we've talked about security, you know, two-factor security, um, app-level security, um, what you should be doing um, in your store, um, privileges, using one password, and all that. But um, we a, a lot of security compromises have been surprisingly um human so mm-hmm. humans you know um where an employee goes rogue and um they put a vulnerability in the system and things just go bad or they might be upset do yeah. you have any stories without mentioning any names um or any scenarios you know real life stories to you know just get people aware of potential security problem points or pain points, um, you know, based on humans, on people that work in or with their store? Yeah, well, I think I think it's important to, th- to realize that that can happen to any sized company, right? 
um, that notion of having an internal employee that wants to cause problems or, uh, or, or that may get bribed for causing problems happens to companies of all sizes. So if you recall just a couple of months ago, Twitter had a major problem um, where, where there were posts that were made to really a lot of celebrity accounts. Um, and that attack was, was actually executed by people internal to Twitter who had access to, to the admin tool. So you can do all of the things we talked about earlier. You can secure your passwords. You can have two-factor authentication. You can limit your uh, access to the people that need it. You can verify all the apps that you've got. At the end of the day, you can do everything and still end up with some sort of, of, of vulnerability um, because at the end of the day, people are managing your business. They're managing the store online and people make mistakes. And so you do need, you really need that backup in order to, um, to just have that last level of defense and protection. Uh, so I think it's important to realize that that, that happens to stores, or to companies, not even stores, just to companies of all sizes, including some of the largest tech companies um, that exist. Uh, in terms of stories for us, uh, we've, got, we've got lots. Um, we hear about these uh, events all the time. Customers uh, email us with um, some crazy stories sometimes. I know one time we had one customer who had uh, their cat jump on the keyboard while they were editing their store theme. Um, and the cat ended up actually inserting a character in the, in the action on the add to cart button. And if you look through the code, they did added the letter H and instead of add to cart, it was add to chart. And so if you had looked through the code, there wouldn't have been a spelling mistake. It wasn't obvious that there was a whole lot of characters that were added. Um, but that one letter uh, resulted in nobody being able to order from that store. They, the theme had been edited in a way that made the store, entire store unusable. Um, so that was probably the, you know, the funniest and probably the funniest story I'd heard. We certainly hear, like I said earlier, there, there's stories of people working with developers, third-party developers who aren't, maybe aren't vetted um, as, as closely as they should be. And those third-party developers um, cause problems. So again, we won't we won't name any names, but it's it's really important that before you get somebody to work on your store, that you know them, that they're trusted, that they come from a referral, just the basic sort of business references that you're going to yeah. check because they're getting access to your store data and they can cause um, a lot of problems on it. Yeah. Um, we had that one uh, store earlier in our in our history of the company that had a third party app um, that was syncing inventory that had a bug in it that ended up deleting all of the products. Um, we, we see that occasionally where third party apps do cause problems. Yeah. Anytime where you're syncing data is, is a bit of a problem. So we see that a lot. Um, importing and exporting CSV files are, are a godsend for our business because CSV files are notorious for causing problems. Yeah. It's so easy to cause a problem with an, with an incorrect character or a yeah. quote um, and things like that. So we see that one on a regular basis as well. Uh, yeah. I mean, it really... To be honest with you, it's, it, we've, I don't know if we've seen everything, but we've seen quite a lot um, having been in that business of... of recovering customers' data uh, and having been in business for over five years, we've certainly seen a lot of, of situations and stuff that 
I don't think we ever anticipated having to help customers for when we first started um, in 2015. Oh, incredible insights! Incredible insights, Mike. Um, I just want to thank you for um, for, for, for 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 all of um, the insights you provided in regards to security and um, on you know Shopify and big commerce you know um, stores. Um, for people, you know, interested to, to finding out more about Rewind, um, there's the Rewind website, just go to rewind.io. Um, do you have any final tips or uh, any, any parting words um, before um, we, we let you go? No, I, I think let's just review what we said earlier about how to secure your store, mm-hmm. right? So there's a few steps. So one, um, make sure your password is unique. Make sure that it's uh, hard to memorize or impossible to memorize. Um, so a password manager tends to be the best way to do that. Uh, use two-factor authentication if you can. There's lots of articles online on how to enable two-factor authentication for whatever platform you're using it, whether it be Shopify, BigCommerce, or QuickBooks, or any other online SaaS service. I would even go as far as to say that any service that you use, if it has two-factor authentication, you should be using it, in, uh, including in perhaps especially any online banking um, products that you're using. So two-factor is a, is a really, really good way of limiting the amount of damage that can happen. Vet your apps closely. Make sure the apps that you're using are from a trusted company. Um, and, uh, and like I said, there's a few easy things you can do to test to see if it's a, if it's a real company. Phone their phone number, email support, um, check the copyright on their website, make sure that it's up to date. Little things like that go a long way. Um, you'd be surprised at how many uh, at how many companies you can take out of, of of your consideration just on a few small factors like that. Um, limit the amount of access that you're giving to people. So if you're inviting third party people to your store, make sure you're only giving them access to the things that they need. And then lastly, you can do all of that, but at the end of the day, people do make mistakes. Make sure you've got a backup that you can use to restore your data. Uh, an export of your data from Shopify is not a backup. Um, A a lot of people get confused by that. Uh, You you need a backup system where it will uh, save your data, but also be able to bring it back. And the export functionality from Shopify only provides you with the data. It doesn't help you bring that data back. Um, So make sure that your backup system um, is a backup system and not simply an export. I think if you do all of that, at the end of the day, you're likely to have very few problems but if you do, you've always got that last resort of a backup of your data that you can use in case something uh, disastrous happens. And, um, and really, if you do that, you should be able to sleep well at night and just focus on increasing your sales and taking care of your customers over, over the holiday season. Exactly. For me, it's the cheapest no-brainer insurance policy you should have for the infrastructure that generates, you know, revenue continuously for your business, your store, you know, so yeah. it's, it's just a no brainer to be honest. Um, yeah. So you know, it, Mike, it's, it's been interesting, incredibly helpful. Um, I've learned, you know, a thing more than a thing or two um, with you, you know, coming on, onto the show. Um, I just want to thank you again. Um, and um, yeah, cheers. Yeah. Thanks. Kunle. It was nice meeting you too. Okay. Thanks for listening to this episode of 2X e-commerce. We encourage you to connect with our community of 2X e-commerce listeners on our Facebook group, e-commerce growth accelerator mastermind. Just search for 2X e-commerce on Facebook to find it. Answer three questions and you'll be approved. Grab the show notes of this episode on our website, 
2xecommerce.com. Finally, if you haven't already, give the show a review on your podcasting app. Catch you on the next show and keep growing.